Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning, Cliff, a head coach at Texas Tech. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Hey, Coach. Uh, I'm from Lubbock, and I know you guys are dealing with uh, a tragedy there on, on campus. So just want you to know our thoughts and prayers are with you there uh, at Texas Tech University. And uh, stay strong as you try to prepare for a road game up in West Virginia. Yes, sir. We appreciate it. And obviously, our thoughts and prayers go out to the fallen officer and, um, you know, horrible tragedy. But um, we will uh, we'll keep, keep moving this morning and, and try to get prepared. Cliff, I want to go back to Big 12 media days. And there was a guy who asked you a question. His name was Art DeLugich of the Lano News. And he went on and asked about a minute and a half long question about your recruiting and defense and how you can't find... 15 guys that could hold the opponent to 30 points a game. And uh, and your defense has come out and played a hell of a lot better this year. Uh, did you by any chance go and find Art DeLugich and call him up and say, Hey, Art, what do you think now, huh? <laughs> Who would have thought the Lano News would have such hard-hitting journalism? <laughs> <laughs> Good but, barbecue, but not hard-hitting news, Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, I, I like the rivers there. That, that's all I know about down there. But, um, no, I mean – We've obviously our fan base. I understand the frustration with um, the way we we had played defense here for a while, and um, much respect to Coach Gibbs, who's going into his third year uh, this year for sticking around, sticking it out. It takes time to build an identity, build a culture on that side of the football. If you look at the track records of the very successful teams in our league, it's teams that have consistency at the defense coordinator position, and we hadn't had that here. And so to get Coach Gibbs in the third year with with our guys believing in the system, believing in each other, we've definitely made strides, and uh, hopefully we can keep that going. Coach, in in addition to the continuity from the coaching staff and also you know the the experience in the scheme, uh, what else has led to this resurgence on the defensive side of the ball? Is it depth? I, I saw where you brought in a lot of JUCO guys, and has that helped as well? It it has, as you know, in our league, you're going to play 80 snaps a game minimum. I mean, everybody's playing fast, everybody's pushing the tempo for the most part. So you got to be able to rotate in fresh bodies that can consistently tackle, consistently hold the point of attack in the run game, and and be able to to rush the passer. And, and so we feel like we have more depth than we've had. Our scout teams are much improved, which is a huge part of, of being successful. And uh, so we just had to keep acquiring depth, and and um, that that has helped this season. And turnovers have been a huge deal for you guys. How much is that the stuff that you work on leading up to the season where you say, all right, we need to be more aggressive with turnovers, you need to force more of these, and how much of it just as the game flows that you kind of are in the right place at the right time? I think it's definitely a combination, but that, that's a number we've been in the negative since I've been here at Texas Tech, and last year we only had 13 on the entire season, and, and that was a point of emphasis. It's been a point of emphasis every day at practice. And it also has to do with you know getting better players in that, that can make plays on the football and, and get the football out. Uh, so it's a combination of all those things. But I've been really excited about uh, the way we've taken the football away. And if we can continue to win in that area, you know, we'll, be, we'll have a chance for, in every, every game. 
Coach, I want to go back to something I just mentioned, and that's JUCO players. Because I can recall, I'm old cat, and I just recall when Coach Schneider up there at K-State was rebuilding that program, or building that program, I should say, and he was going the JUCO route. Now it seems like a lot of people dip into the JUCO ranks, but that used to be looked upon as a stigma. These are some of the untouchables you don't want. How is it viewed now? Because it seems like everyone, if they have a huge need, uh, they go looking at these JUCOs. Yeah, that's a great question. Coach Snyder has done it on a level that is pretty much unparalleled. I mean, he'll he'll take huge classes of junior college players and develop them and have success right away. And, and that's not always the case. Um, a, a lot of the thinking is it takes about a year for those players to adjust to the game. But we were fortunate enough to get a bunch of ours at mid-year, so they were able to go through spring football, go through a summer with our strength and conditioning program, and, and then a fall camp. And, and I, I really think that help catch them up to speed with what we're doing and the level of, of play. And um, so I, I think it all comes down to how much do you know about the player previously? I think if you, you take a reach on a player late in the recruiting process, just to take a guy, you can get yourself into trouble. And we've all made that mistake. But if you do your research, you build a relationship, you know what the player is about. I think you have a fairly good chance of them turning out to be a, a part of your program. G. Owen Jones with Texas Tech head football coach Cliff Kingsbury across the country on CBS Sports Radio. you got West Virginia coming up. They've been a thorn in your side during your tenure there at Texas Tech. Other than them being good at times, what are the, some of the challenges that they present for you? Yeah, they've done a nice job um, against us. They have a good scheme defensively that's really effective against the spread offense. We haven't been able to run the football very well against them, and they made us one-dimensional last year. I don't think we, we ran the ball but ten times, and that's what they want you to do. And so we, we know we have to establish a running game early. We have to come out and um, play a physical game. And then offensively, they've really taken strides this year. They hired Coach Spavital, who's got their quarterback playing at a high level. They're one of the top offenses in the country, and anytime you go up there, it's it's a battle. So we know we have our hands full, and, and we're trying to get ready for it. Coach, what are you seeing from Will Grid? It seems like the guy can't lose. Well, he lost the, the two games since uh, he jumped into the college ranks, starting at Florida, of course, and now up there at West Virginia. What stands out about his game? He, he's a tough player, first and foremost. He'll stand in there and make the tough throw. Uh, is more elusive than people think, extends plays well, can pick up first downs with his feet. Um, you know, coach's kid, you can see he's a smart player, doesn't turn the ball over. So uh, I've been very impressed with the film I've seen on him. Do you still feel like you're the new kid on the block, the younger guy? I mean, when you came in, you first got the job, it was like, man, like taking the world by storm, young cat coming in, fresh blood. Now, you've been there for a while. Do you still feel like you have an advantage in recruiting being still one of the, the younger head coaches out there? Yeah, I mean, I think everybody has their own um, niche in recruiting, and, and obviously we're in a great state, which helps us, and we have great facilities and a great fan base. But um, there's some other you know, younger coaches. we got Lincoln and Coach Campbell down there doing a heck of a job. So I'm, I'm not the, the super young guy anymore. Um, but uh, I feel like after you know going into year five this year, I feel like uh, it's kind of settled in for me. Coach, let's talk about your offense. Shamanic, of course, uh, your new quarterback there, and you're going up against that Tony Gibson defense. They're giving up a few more points than they were a, a season ago. How do you attack that group there at West Virginia? Yeah, we've we got to be able to hit our shots when we take them and then uh, consistently run the football. Um, he's a guy who, who has done a great job defending spread offenses, uh, mixes up his coverages a ton, 
you know, mixes up his pressures, and they play very hard. They come downhill, they hit you, they have a tough mentality on that side of the football that he's developed, and we've had our struggles against them. Uh, so we know it, it'll be a big challenge. We feel like offensively we're starting to get a little bit of rhythm right now, and, and hopefully we can uh, build on that. Coach, speaking of building on that, because – number of teams in the Big 12, of course, run spread offenses. They chunk it all over the place. Yes, you want to have some balance with the running game. So when you're taking on these Big 12 defenses, they see similar offenses on a week-to-week basis. How do you switch it up, or is it just the different personnel that makes the huge difference? Are there new wrinkles you try to incorporate on a week-to-week basis? It's a great question. I think it's a combination of you know personnel trying to find the right matchup, and then obviously each week you're going to try and – um, show some things you haven't shown before. But it, it is unique in that uh, I guess about eight of the ten offenses or, or nine of the ten offenses in our league are very similar, and Kansas State is kind of that outlier now. And um, So the preparation for them is, is more challenging, where ten years ago it was the exact opposite. You know, nobody was running this. Coach Leach brought this in, and um, it was tough to defend. So I, I think there is a, a more sense of urgency each week of having some new wrinkles, doing some different things, trying to find your personal matchups than maybe there was in the past. Talking to Cliff Kingsbury on CBS Sports Radio, are you a big picture guy? Like you mentioned year five, and when you came into the job, you're thinking, I need to be here by this time. Are you someone that sets those goals, or are you more of like a year-to-year dude? I'm more of a day-to-day guy. Mm. <laughs> I mean, just – Try to improve each day. Try to get better at what you're doing. Try to improve your processes each day. And, and those long-term things tend to take care of themselves. Do you ever feel sorry for your opponents? I mean, in this day and age, you know, people, they, everyone gets a trophy just for participating, just for showing up. You put 65 on Kansas last week. At some point, you just like, all right, that's enough. Let's call the dogs off. Feel sorry for those cats. No, I mean, no, I've had a bunch of points put on me a bunch of times. So um, I think, you know, all your players deserve to play. They deserve to go out there and execute at a high level. And, you know, I understand this. It's not my job to tell them to not score. And if somebody can score 100 points on me, then they should do it. Um, you know, I, I shouldn't be mad at them. I should be mad at myself for not being able to, uh, to stop them. Yes. Great answer. Yes. In the face. Love it. Now, can you send me some Whataburger up here in New York City? <laughs> You're missing that, huh? What do y'all got? You got some late-night pizza spots. Oh, well, I don't want no damn pizza, Coach. I need some water, but I need some Josie's and uh, some Las Brisas. Go. I'll take some That's Las Brisas and double nickel. They, they sleep on a restaurant. I know. It's pretty strong. A- exactly. Real strong. Well, you keep doing what you're doing. Good luck in Morgantown this weekend, Coach. Appreciate it, fellas. Thanks for having me. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.